All righty. Welcome to Can I Talk for a Second with Mom and Dad. I'm Samantha. I'm Jerry. And as you can guess, uh, this is our first episode. Um, so we took a little bit of a break from podcasting, but now we are back. Um, so we just wanted to say what up and kind of let you guys know what you can expect from us. And I'm going to take these off because I'm not working at uh, LaGuardia Airport right now. <laughs> yeah, so definitely welcome to um, the first ever little digest we're going to give to you guys a little bit and explain more or less you know what you guys can expect from us and we have our i don't know if you guys can see our um our fuzzy uh table ornament and our producer who is also um the reason that we're able to do this podcast so yeah so she's in the background so uh you know we told you who we are um but how did we get here essentially so uh i'll let you take a stab at that first uh, yeah, I guess uh, how we got here was, um, you know, uh, going through high school and becoming young parents. Teen uh, parents. Teen we were um, we were the OG teen parents. I think in our high school class, we were probably the first, like, people to, like, pop out a kid, which is, like, by no <laughs> means a fucking badge of honor, but um, it led to a lot of things, like a lot of growth and opportunities and things. So I guess we can start with how how many years we've known each other. Um, wow, I think it's, we're well over 20 now. Cause we're about, I think we're about to hit 20, yeah. yeah I think yeah, next yeah. year will be 20 years that yeah. we know each other. Ava's like making a face. Yeah, she's going to be 15, so yeah. yeah. So it's definitely over 20 then. It's yeah, gotta it's got to be. We were, I was a sophomore, or I was a freshman in high school, and you were a sophomore because you were yeah. a year ahead of me. So. Yeah, so I definitely want to say... So it's definitely within 21, 22. That would be the range for us. Um, <laughs> I can't take anything seriously. Um, yeah, definitely that many years. And and I say this to Ava all the time. Like it's, it's like pretty rare that like teen parents or kids born to parents as young as we were that both parents are still like active and around in the kid's life. Yeah, I definitely think um, – you know, it, there is a cultural between the two, cultural um, differences and stuff like that. And also just growing up as well, just, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like, especially with Spanish, it's more like family. Even though, like, in in our situation, it's more like everybody's, like, against each other. It's like, oh, we're, you guys aren't together, so it's almost like, ah, it's like a big yeah, fight. Yeah, it's, kind it's of thing, easy but. to kind of just ostracize the other parent and even like you know when you grow up in like a traditional household having a kid as a teenager like fresh out of high school and then like not marrying the person or even trying to like move in together or any of that stuff is like like well what was the point so but but also that's like one of the things on the list so I made a list of things like to kind of go through because I know that um there will be questions because this is weird (laughs) Um, anybody who knows Jerry and I, Ava's like very fucking weird. Ava's going to be the only high school freshman to say that her not together parents have a podcast, which might get you some like legit credit, but whatever. Um, (laughs) but anybody who knows Jerry and I like from back in the day, or even when Ava was very small, um, this is like left field because anybody who witnessed that or was part of that or tried to help mediate that would be like, Oh, you guys can sit in the same room together. That's cool. Like that's good. Yeah. Like that's that's impressive. We're like we're here for that. Yeah. No, I I definitely get um, 
a lot, like, you know, just even friends, like, oh, wow, you know, you're, you're cool with, you know, your, your daughter's mom, like, you know, of course, they use the term baby mama, but. I mean, whatever, it is what it is, and it makes me laugh that people get so mad at that, I'm like, what else would you call me? Like, I'm not your ex-wife, like, like, what else, what am I? I am your baby's mother. I, now you're like, I'm like, teen mom, like, doesn't make any sense. Mm, no. I like, <laughs> it, it is what it is, like, your child's mother, that, like, just sounds so archaic. It does. It does. It sounds almost like... This is my child's mother. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like this trying my baby to be moms. too formal. Almost. Yeah, like, this is my baby mom's. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think definitely, um, it, it's a good thing, um, a lot of people who do know too knew that there was a you know a certain amount of aggression between I guess you know both sides so you know it's actually pretty good that uh, you know we can come together like this and you know and, and and put that out there too that we are like it's an cool. unconventional I think that like would be the tagline for the podcast an unconventional take on co-parenting because usually like and you look at people around us like when you co-parent typically it's just this is your time like I'll drop you off in a parking lot your dad will pick you up I drive off he drives off and like I'm really only texting or talking to you like if something catastrophic happens like I'm not like there's no communication outside of like this is your weekend I'll be there at six that's it like there's no there's none of that there's no like you know, here's her report card, like, this is happening, come to a barbecue, like, there's none of that, and I think there's, like, a, I don't know if there's, like, a taboo or, like, a, like, a weird, because, like, that's another thing that's, because we're, we're both not dating any other people, and we're not dating each other, just to clarify that, we are not dating each other, we do not want to date each other, just, just to, just to clarify that, and I will refer to this first episode (laughs) in further podcasts, and be like, please refer to episode one's Q&A, um, that's been that ship sailed and sunk while it was on fire. Um, so there, it's not it's not the Titanic. We're not going to the bottom of the ocean to resurrect it. But knowing that, like we can get along because even when we weren't together, we were always friends. Like we were friends first. Yeah, it was always always friends first. That's why I said it was also like really good how we even going through our emotions when she was first born and everything and. Just relationship-wise, we were able to kind of keep her away from that kind of separate the the, an, the, like the relationships, yeah. Because I mean, weird emotional. Side yeah, and it, that's but parent, that's really hard side. to do, and it's hard to do as an adult, like at our age now, and it's even harder to do when you're like 19. Because I was 18, turning 19 when she was born, and you were already 19. Yeah, and you're teenagers, like. I was three months out of high school when I found out that I was pregnant with her, and I think you were riding a Razor scooter um, <laughs> when I told you, when we came back from the doctor, my mom, and we told you that, well, my mom just looked at you like she wanted to run you over with the minivan, um, but when we like sat down and we were like, yeah, so this is happening, like you were like gingerly riding a Razor scooter, and I was like, I have to tell you something, and you were like, what? Then I was like, you know, we fucked up. Um, and it was like, what? And it was like just a slap of reality. Like, I remember um, my my mom being like, you guys have to, like, make a decision. Like, yeah, you guys need to sit down and make a decision. 100%. I think, I, I definitely remember the the emotion when you told me was, like, just, just the way I felt was like, hold on. I can't even take care of myself. I got to take care of a whole human being. And then just hearing the words come out of your mouth, uh, being a 19-year-old, was like, my whole stomach turned into, like, an endless pit. It just fell like, straight out of my ass. And, and imagine being, like, you were at waiting at my house when I went to the doctor, but 
I was like in the room, obviously, because I was the one with the doctor, but I was in the room when the, the doctor came back in and she's like, congratulations, you're three and a half months pregnant. And I was like, bitch, what? I was like, I'm here to refill my birth control. What the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, yeah. She's like, do you want the room to tell your mom? And I was like, you're going to tell her, actually. I'm not telling her anything. It's, it's, uh, I think that, yeah, because it, it almost feels like it's going to be like a murder scene. Like it, even when I knew it was going to be a murder scene. Like we had, I mean, even, so even before Ava was born, we got into our fair share of trouble. Like we, oh, yeah, of like high school, um, well, we had fun in high school, but our parents <laughs> did not. Like high school was fun for us, for our parents. We should have like them on as a as a segment, like just oh a quick gosh. round table yeah. session. Um, or even when they were at my parents' house for the barbecue, it was like your. I think your mom said to mine, like, "Isn't it crazy to think like twenty years later, like we're here and not like chasing them down and like they're cutting school oh and whatever, like." Yeah. Like, it's a long road. Like, before Ava, after Ava, like, she's obviously, you know, sitting right over there making <laughs> making fucking noise. Um, but it's it's been a long time coming. And, like, you know, as we've grown as people and we've spent, you know, you spent a, a chunk of time in Texas. And, you know, you just kind of, like, grow and, like, you have, like, the, a, like, a general idea of, like, hey, we could make money off of this. Well, yeah, no, of course, like, um, you know, you and, you know, also, too, you know, there may be, you know, people out there with questions and, and, and want to find a way to kind of make a relationship like what we have, like a co-parenting better for just for them and their their kids and stuff like that. So, you know, I think, you know, bringing this to the table for them and, and answering some of their questions and, and sharing some of our experiences you know, may, may help them, you know, because sometimes, you know, you don't always see it, you know, the best way possible, especially like, you know, when you have a kid involved, finances are involved. Yeah, and, and, and or that, or you have like your family in your ear being like, you know, I mean, because I mean, I hear all the time, like family members that are like, that's weird. And I'm like, but it's not though, because it's not inappropriate and it's not like, there's no, ma there's no ill intent. Like we're not, because at one point we were both in relationships with other people and there was mm -hmm. never... Like, I don't have anything, like, this is my kid's father. Like, I don't have anything to hide from it. And, like, it is what it is. Like, you, and, and our both of our significant others at the time were part of those conversations. They were around. Like, we went out oh, yeah. with her all together. So, it was never, like, you guys can't come. Or, like, secret, like, closed-door conversations. It was, like, you know, who are you on the phone with? Oh, Jerry, what up, Jerry? Like, it was never, it's oh, not yeah. weird. And I think that that also speaks to how you carry yourself too like you know there's just a mutual level of respect yeah i think i think people feel like there's like i guess like a fine line or a very thin line in between i guess how you do things and what you do when it comes to you know co-parenting and stuff like that but more the more i guess you become comfortable with each other in in, in this dynamic it kind of gives that child more people that that loves them and helps them raise, you know, your kid, not, you know, not necessarily directly raised, but, you know, like they always say, it takes a village. It 100% uh, takes a village. And that's like another thing. Like we, we had her so young that we heavily relied on both sets of grandparents to help, like with, obviously with financial, because I don't think, I don't know if I had a job when I, I did have like a part-time job and like we were like, there's no way either one of us are supporting like a whole child on part-time, like at that point, minimum wage was like $8 and it was like almost impossible. So it does very much take a village, 
but it also takes like a mindset of like, no matter how angry I am at you or how I feel about you or the way our relationship ended, like I'm not going to take it out on her and not let you be around. Like, cause while you were living in Texas, that was like a, that was like around the time we had broken up and I flew her to Texas several summers in a yeah. row just like against like every part of me was like fuck him and i'm not going and if he wants to see her he can go like, i'm not getting on that fucking airplane but it was like she hadn't seen you since probably the christmas before and i think our parents took turns like flying us out there yeah. um but it was like i want her to see her dad so for like four or five days we flew down there and i like i think we stayed in a hotel like the base hotel yeah and and made it so that you could see her and you could spend time with her and that you know she wasn't missing out and I think I think that's you know very, you know I think I think in a way that that's very considered too you know like and that, and I think that's what needs to happen. I guess at at some point one 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 party has to kind of bend to kind of extend like, the say, olive like, branch, yeah, yeah and and hey. be like here, hey, you know like you know this like I know shit is not great, but like. You know, we need to do what's best for her. Or like, hey, look, you know, we're both grown now. Like, that was a long-ass time ago. That was over a decade ago. She was two when we, like, broke up for good. She's 14 now. So that's over a decade ago. And it's like, you know, like, let's just do what's in her best interest. It just makes the most sense. And I don't think people... And, it, and like, you're human. I get it. You have, like, a feeling of, like, I spent a lot of time with this person. But it's like... I feel like when you're younger, you your younger self not like dies, but you become a different person. So the person you were when you were with this other person you had a child with is is like finished. So you're like, I don't have that same attachment to that version of myself or that relationship. So you know, I can keep it separate. Kind of like you know, like you're a Pokemon, kind of like evolve out of that stage. Pokemon. Yeah, like you evolve out of that stage that you are younger. Yeah, you just kind of like. And I think the thing is, when you're younger, you are more susceptible to get attached to people. You think this is like everything. Yeah. So I think, I think that's the number one thing that kind of creates that tension, that aggression, that, yo, listen, I'm going to make him pay. Like, yeah, I'm going to get him back. But also like, then you have this vision, you know, like when you find out you're having a kid with somebody that this is it, like you don't, you are society teaches us that you have kids with the person you're going to stay with. And that, like, you try and make it work. So you have this, like, ingrained in your head that you're going to do this and you're going to make it work. And then it doesn't. And you can, like, acknowledge that. And you're like, well, now what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, how am I supposed to interact with this person that I've spent, at that point, what was she? She was two. So we had been uh, almost a decade. It was eight years. You know, like, I spent so much time with this person. But I know it doesn't work. And I know that we're two different people. And we don't get along like that. But, like... How do I make it so that she doesn't, A, see that, and B, like, so that we're not, we can be in the same place. Like, perfect example, her graduation was a couple months, like a month ago. Oh, yeah. And, Gibby, please stop rubbing the laptop, sir. <laughs> get down. Thank you. No, get down. Um, but her, her graduation is a perfect example, I think, because for fifth grade, obviously, it was COVID, so there was no graduation. But, like, that we could both go to the graduation and sit together and not and not be like a weird thing where like either I had to send the ticket with her or like you like saw me sitting in the bleachers and we're like fuck that I'm sitting on the other side like he's gonna literally he's gonna knock the actual mouse down um and and be like I'm not sitting near her fuck that no hundred percent I think I think at the end I think a lot of people do see like those situations that we go through and these these certain events that we have for her and they at first they take a look at it and it's like oh no that's kind of weird but then it's like you know they see the smile on her face and they see that, you know, like 
we're happy to be at those events. And it's not miserable, it kind yeah. Of, it kind of like, I'm not going to say it shifts their whole mentality, but it kind of makes them happy for her, like that she can have that kind of support. And to me, it's it's more about her than yeah, any it's, one of Yeah, all of it is for her. So, you, so, you like, you know, it's back, back to what I was originally saying, like most teen like people who had kids our age, the dad's not around. And if they are, it's super scarce or it's a grandma that's around and dad pops in and out. Like just the fact that I can go into your parents' house and your mom will fix me a plate and you can come into my parents' house for barbecues and things like that is like, usually there's like just a split, like keep them away. Like that's just the child's mother. Like that was a mistake you made when you were 19. Now you got to live with it type of thing. Like it's just, you know, it's, she has like a blended family. It's like, yeah, invite, you know, invite your dad's yeah. parents invite your mom you know it's fine so it's like but then people see it and they're like something weird's going on there immediately the question i get asked the most is are you sleeping with him and it's like yeah i think that's like no that, that's like the question that like always hits it's always like so like are you like with her but like not with her so like you like secretly with her and it's like no like that's not but but that's but, but think about the, the way the culture of like I want to call it baby mama culture, but like I think about, like think about all the like the shit you see on like social media, like it it's just so common, and I think it's more common when the kids are little, because the, like it's fresh. But like this one is like almost fully fucking evolved. Like it's yeah, it's she's almost she's about to reach the last stage. Yeah, in like a few this years. one is already grown like that. I I could have seen that question like when she was like in kindergarten. Yeah, but I mean, like not while she's in high school. Listen, like that's I, some sitcom shit. But like that. I think that's just like the way society thinks is that if you're not, if you don't hate each other and you're not together and you have a kid, then, and you can get along, then you must be sleeping together. And it's like, no, that would be weird. And it's, it's actually like, you know, like you, you would think in a way like, you know, it's almost like the setup is, 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 is real. Like, you know, like even like coming here and shooting the shit, dropping her off, shooting the shit real quick. And then, you know, leaving, but then when you look at the time, it's like, oh my God, we've talked for so long, but it's like, I think people don't understand that, like, you know, like, there are things to talk about, and then, like, maybe, listen, I may have a question about something that you could give me advice on. Hey, yo, listen, I got a little Valentine's Day thing coming up, what do you think I should do? Yeah, and you then, know, and but, I, and I, I think I was talking to Rosalie about it, like, we were, like, we were... We were having like a girl's line or whatever. And we were talking about something. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I was talking to Jerry about this the other day. And they were like, you were talking to Jerry about that? And I'm like, yeah, why? I was like, we were just bullshitting and whatever. And they were like, Jerry? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, because like, I love you guys. But like, sometimes you want a male perspective of 100%. like, you know, like what, like, is this, like, why do men do this? And it's like, well, you know, and then because girls... Like, women's first thing is like, fuck him, like, you know, like, whatever. No, but, like, it, to understand, like, the thought process behind it is, is like, whatever. Or, like, hey, you know, like, I want to do, like, this. Like, how how does that optically look? Like, it's just... But, again, that goes back to, like, if you... Before you have kids with anybody, before you, like, get... You have to be friends with that person first. The foundation of anything is friendship. Yeah, I definitely think, like, that is very true. Friendship has to be there. It has to... You have to have that concrete, like, you know, weathered down. And, you know, it's like, okay, I know that, you know, with this person, no matter what's going to happen in, in life or whatever, like, like, you know what, this person's always going to 
have my back. Like, yeah, they're always going to be my friend. Like, beyond anything else. And, like, yeah, of course, like, when we broke up, did I want to be your friend? No. I was like, I hope that, like, that fucking TikTok sound, I hope you flip your bike over and knock your two front teeth like you selfish son of a bitch. Like, that's... But, like, but then, like I said, that's a growth mindset of, like, okay, I'm going to separate that piece out. And, and at that point, it's, like, I'm going to do just enough to make sure that we can, like, exist and, like, parent her. And then, like, over time... It like, you know, you're eventually like, okay, like things are cool. We're not fighting. Like we're not going, like I remember, I remember one of the times we went down to, um, family court, like for the child support order and we walked into the, the courtroom together, like bullshitting <laughs> and the bailiff was like, yeah, the and bailiff then... was like, what are you doing? And it was like, uh, well, you know, like. I think I don't know if it was like our families that pushed us to like get that just in writing and I, I or, or it, it might have been the like, army that pushed for that I think that it had to be like on paper or whatever well, the yeah, fuck it was. You know, nobody I guess at the end of the day though everybody will say like this is looking out for you making sure that you don't you know get I guess rude over or anything but I think that we we you know we had like that like you said that solid foundation that like at that point, it didn't really, like, we didn't have to go there, but it listen, just made okay, sense. it's on paper, let, let it I think let that's also where, because, yeah. of the, because when you filled out uh, Ava's birth certificate and it said, put your date of birth, you put that day's date, and it screwed up getting the birth certificate properly, um, so every time I would get the paper and it was like, this is incorrect... And then you left, and I couldn't get it. Like, we had to go down to court, and he had to be, like, in front of a judge, be like, this is my child. Um, because the directions clearly said, what is your date of birth? And this man puts 3-13-2009. And they're well, like, no, listen, wrong. I, I, I feel like <laughs> even though, listen, I, I may need a translator to, to, to sign these forms. I like, translate. I it said, <laughs> father's date of birth. It's like, well, today's the 13th, 3-13. And, like, I've, I didn't reread it either. And I just, like, handed it in. And I got this paperback that was like, uh, yeah, the birth certificate's invalid. And I was like, well, I birthed her, so it can't be that invalid. Um, and I was like, also, what you had to, like, certify paternity, I think, at that hearing. But it's like, we walked in, and we were just, we were, like, sitting in, the in like, the little holding area together. And the, the bailiff, like, let us in, and he was like... I did, I, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was funny for us. Because for the, the bailiffs like, probably used to like keeping people separated because they're like they're fighting and they're like nasty or whatever. And we were, I was just like, and I think we like walked the same way. And the bailiffs like, nah, my man, you gotta go sit on that side. <laughs> and we were like, okay. And then we're like, you want to go get Shake Shack? And they were like, what? Like, why are you even sitting here? I'm like, that's just easier to have shit on paper. And to this day, that same, that was like, I don't know. Almost like six, seven years ago, I think the last time we went down there, and that order oh, yeah. is still on paper. Like it, it's whatever. It is what it is, but it works. And it's 100%. like usually, again, that's another thing. Usually, like when the baby mom goes down and files for child support, the dad is pissed, and he's like, "Fuck that bitch," and he'll like work under the table for the rest of his life, or like oh, yeah. fight it a hundred percent. And it was like, whatever, it is what it is. And I feel, I feel like that's what you know most most people should do, and that's on both sides. Of, of the audience, you know, males and females, you know, should kind of be like, yo, listen, like, let, let's kind of see what what can we do for this kid where, you know, listen, yeah, I'm not killing you, you're not killing me, you know, in, in any shape or form, emotionally, physically, Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not leaving you like, out to dry, but I think yeah. it also protects you to have, like, for you to have it on paper, for me to have it on paper, he didn't unplug it, he's good, the cat is, um, he's a really bad guest for the podcast studio. 
Um, but I think it's good to have it on paper regardless, just to have it like written down that like everything's together because then think about it, if you were paying me cash all these years and I could be like, I didn't get a dime. 100% I got that, nothing. And then like, the, the, judges, the devil. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but, but like 10 years ago, that would have, I would have been like, well, guess what, buddy? I'm going down to all my stop and shop receipts and my fucking, um, all that. Oh, on it. I do not want to use that. Oh, okay. It's my mm-hmm. iPhone. It does that sometimes. <laughs> so I, when I integrated, just like as a fun fact for anybody who has like an Apple house, um, when you integrate all your Apple ecosystem things, don't allow the computer and the iPad to use your phone microphone because it will always do that anytime you wake up your iPhone. Okay. So don't, That's interesting. It will also do it to the TV. Um, so don't, yeah, the, the Apple ecosystem is an interesting one. That's very, yeah, just like very, fun very Apple very fact there. Cause it's a pain in my ass. Which uh. she did put me onto Apple. So yes, I forget. I think you're, I don't remember. Oh my what. God, it was my 20, it was my 2008 MacBook pro. That's, I nice. got that. I got my 2008 MacBook. Yeah. I got the matte black one when I, f- I just, before I found that I was bargaining with her because there was no way I was getting a MacBook after getting knocked up at 18. So it had to be before I knew I was no, having yeah, That's her. what I said. I think it was either like 2008, 2007. You got it. And I was right like, before college. So, we, yeah. grad- so we graduated in June of 2008 and I got that MacBook in like August because that's we went to saying, the Apple I store. Be, I got my, yeah. I had gone to, to John Jay. I got my student ID. Um, and then I went down to the Apple. I think we went to Staten Island Apple Store actually, and um, I got the MacBook. And then like a month later, I found out I was pregnant with Ava on my parents' wedding anniversary. <laughs> it was my parents' wedding anniversary, and surprise. yeah, surprise. And I, I was like, well, this, this is, this is some timing. And I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of jealous at the time because your MacBook was like soup. Up. It, it like was my mom specs. thought I was gonna it be an astronaut. Like, it was like, like everything was to like the tea. George thought I was going to the moon with that shit. And then I was like, <laughs> actually it's teen parenthood. Uh is the route we're gonna go with this? And she was like well, which, I mean, which which the timing that you got yours was actually pretty good because I was able to still squeeze in time for me to get mine because I was like it was That's a narrow, well, because you didn't tell your parents right away. My mom, Man. my parents had to like threaten your life to go and tell your mom. It was like a, oh, like a month went by oh, before. Yeah. Actually, it was around your birthday that they were finally like, if you don't go home and tell them, we're pulling up. Because I was, I was scared, you know, like, especially my mom, you know, literally like, but it's honestly weird because your mom's like tall and angry and my mom is like short and angry so it's like <laughs> it's like both both a, a double lose there yeah so but I was like, like obviously they knew and that was the, that was we were eating mcdonald's and my mom was like what do you have to tell your dad and i was like so how's the weather <laughs> how's how's your big mac is it good um but we like i said it and he just kept chewing the Big Mac, like he kept eating. It was like the process of the the, the chewing. And then the he Big just Mac. like put the Big like, Mac down, and I was like, oh boy. That's it. Yeah. Like when like the last few bites. Yeah, was it like, was like I'm just gonna enjoy the last few bites of this hamburger because you just ruined my meal. Yeah. These yeah, fries are gonna get it. cold. Thank you very much. And it was like, mm, well, I'm sorry, but like, how she made me tell you, I wouldn't have. I would have just. Wouldn't have said anything. I, I feel like you wouldn't have noticed myself. when I brought the baby home. You might have noticed, like. At some point, but I feel like you probably wouldn't have. He still gets me and my sister confused. So like, I I feel like you might have only noticed when I brought it home. Yeah, and I think I think honestly, um, now with this uh, disclaimer, not telling anybody to go be teen parents, I just think no, that, we're not. So 
I, yeah, no, I don't, I don't care what anybody said or what they did for your going. It's extremely hypocritical, but I'm going to give you the incentive to not do it. Also, baby crying upset me, so. So I definitely, I definitely think after all of everything that we went through with that being so young and being kids, having a kid, um, I think, you know, we, we turned out. You know, pretty everything turned out pretty good at yeah, the end. Yeah, I think it went better um, than most experiences and I, go. And one thing I do want to say is, you know, thank you so much to grandparents on both sides because they really stepped up. I, I, even with all the the stuff going on mentally and, and how and, angry and they, they were at were us. Angry. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they were mad they, at us. They really they were came through. And yeah, even today like, they still do like stuff. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, she was like the first one, but it's like it, you know. It, it it just but I think that they only did what they did because we weren't deadbeats like we weren't you know we like give just, up. Yeah, yeah we didn't give up like we ca- I kept going back to school like I was working multiple jobs like I was making shit happen and then like even when you weren't here I was still like you need to go see your grandparents like we're gonna go see you know we're gonna go see Grandma Martha like let's go like we weren't just neither one of us just up and disappeared leaving no, like I didn't just like disappear and leave her with my you know, and no, just move to yeah. other state and whatever. And, like, and that's one thing, like, my parents always, like, they'll say, like, you always did bring her around and kept her, you know, in, you know, kept them in the loop with her and stuff like that. And, you know, listen, while you were raising her and, and doing your thing back here, you know, it was like, Listen, working at Applebee's wasn't cutting it, so I was like, yeah, listen, I got I to gotta sign up. With I remember when you, you were like, I got fired, and I was like, why? You're like, I was sleeping in the stock room, and I was like, perfect, great. Like, but that's, you know, it's like, but even then it was just like, how do you navigate? Like, I'm now mad at you because, like, now I'm going to get hounded because I don't have money to give, you know, to put towards whatever. So it's like. It's like all of those things, all those years, even when you came back, it was like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I fuck with you. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Like, are you going to, like, are you going to disappear again? It's like, cause I already put all the time and effort into this, uh, creature that I've got here. And like, you're not going to come and fuck it up because like, we've got a, like a, you know, good system. Yeah. We've got a good system already. and like, she functions well and she's like pretty, you know, much adjusted. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to come and like, fuck it all up. I was like, I don't know if we fuck with that. Yeah, I did. I think that is, like, you know, one of the things, too, because it's, like, especially, like, being the dad, it's always, like, you're seen as, like, the party parent. Like, no matter what you do. Well, yeah, it's, you, it's totally different. And, and that's actually another thing. It's, like, what, how would you describe yourself as a parent? And and also, it's it's different for you because I'm, like, all by all intents and purposes, like, a single, like, I only have one. Like, I, like, I went and had my tubes vacuumed out of my body, um... I have one, and I will forever only have one. You've got two. Yeah. So it's a different experience for you. Like, you had her when we were 19, and then you had your second when we were, or when we, when you, I didn't have anything. I sniffed her. <laughs> um, I didn't have anything. Um, when you were, what, 31? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. No, you were 32. You had just 32, turned 32 yeah. because she was yeah. born in, in November. So it's different for you. So, um, I think... I would say, um, and of course Ava's right here, so I, I would say my parenting style is is more relaxed. I would say it's more lenient. I love it way more. Because 
to free for all. It's it. I want, I want her, and I've always told her this, even when she was younger. Like, I want her to be respectful, but I don't want her to be like like when I grew up with my parents. I was always like submitting. I was submissive. Well, because so, it was a different, it was a cultural thing, but also like a, like we said the other day, a generational thing. Like yeah. it was unheard of for you to like do anything with your parents besides like eat dinner and like cross each other in the hallway. Yeah, you know, and I I, I want her to to become her own person. Just become your own person without being a, an asshole. Like you know, like do the right things, yeah, be but a good then person. You do, then you can be who you want to be. Like that's that's my I guess my way of looking at it is like. Yes, do I want you to like certain things that you like? Do I want you to do the things you want to do in life? Yes. But there's also a right way to go about. Yeah, know, there's a right being, way to like doing life. Yeah, essentially. doing this stuff, you know? So, yeah, I, I'm i definitely more. Um, Intense. In, yeah, I'm more, <laughs> I'm more like order and boundaries um, because like I'm with her all the time, but also like. As a mom of a teenage girl and the mom of a teenager remembering how I was a teen- as a teenager, I'm like, nah, I'm like, like, there's two generations between me and my parents. There's one between me and her. So it's like, like, I'm, I know the bullshit. So yeah. And it's like, I want you to be able to, like, have fun and do the shit that I, I wasn't allowed to do. Hello, buddy. But, like, I'm also not, like, I was born at night, but not last night. So, like, you're not going to play the game. But also, like, it's my job to keep you safe. So... Mm-hmm. Like, that might look like I'm doing the most, but, like, I know the worst of, like, what's out there in the world. So, like, 100%. I'm I'm gonna, like, and you're with me most of the time, so, like, I'm, I'm gonna have to, like, lay the law down sometimes. And that might look shitty and you might hate it, but, like, I know you're safe. One and two of them can do other, like, fun shit. Like, we've, yeah. we, I've taken her to, like, four concerts now. So, like, I don't, I never did anything like that with my mom. No, 100%. Yeah. I, listen, we're getting ready to see Big Blue soon. Training camp is almost done. Yeah, like, so, I didn't get to do any of that stuff. Like, could could you imagine, like, going to a concert and, like, raging out with your mom? No. Like, I could mean, you, could you, I could never, <laughs> like, what was I going to go see with my mom that we both listened to at the same That's time? That's what I was going to say. Maybe, like, if we went to, like, a Mark Antonio solicit yeah. or something. And, like, like, what was I going to go watch the Bee Gees? Like, what was I going to see with them? So, it's like, yeah, I'm like, you know, but even, like, just to think, like, 10 years ago, like, or not even, how many years ago did Ariana Grande go on tour and I was still working at H&R Block and I just could not, the tickets were, like, they were they were stupid. Four or five years. It had to be more because I've been. It's gonna, it had to be like five or six years ago, um, and she wanted to go. And I looked at the prices, and I was like, "There's just no way for me to make this work. Like, there's nothing I could even do to move the money around to make this work." And this time, and even when we went to Post Malone, I was like, "You want to go?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Boom, done on Ticketmaster." We're like years ago. I'd have been like, "We could sit in the parking lot and like listen," but like that's I, it. I I think it's like, you know, um. I've mentioned this to her before, too. I think the things that we keep close to us is where we used to be. It's like, I remember that same exact time that you were talking about when I got fired from Applebee's. And I was making, oh, no, I filed for unemployment. And I got unemployment. It was like $70 was, a week. It's so bad. And it so was bad. like, literally, like, I could only, like, help you with, like, the one pack of diapers and a wife. Yeah, because it was a joke. Like, and it I was... couldn't even afford Chinese food. So it's like, 
You and, get and Chinese food back points. then was like seven bucks for like a combo plate. Yeah, like, it, it was it was, like, it was it was bad. It was, yes, I was working. I was working seasonally. I worked in the summertime only because my mom was working like opposite me during yeah. tax season. So I could really only work heavy hours like in the summer, and I'd work all summer and the entire summer. No matter how many hours I worked, I made like three grand, and I'm like, what am I doing with this? Yeah, no, 100%. like there's nothing so I now, can do with this. So now it's like you know you get to this point in life where you can like do. A good amount of things with her where we both can so it's like i always think that we you know once we get to like even just spending money and doing what we do um you know to provide her with a good time and and things that she needs we always go back and remember where we were yeah like, where we came from that's like, like a huge thing like where we started like <laughs> we started from the bottom and now we're here yeah 100 um, percent. listen we got there's there's three cats in here plus her so we listen you guys, yeah. you guys at the yeah, top yeah I um I so I stopped having kids but I kept collecting cats um so you know there's this guy and then there's um the and, two and the then two spooky cats up there some way shape or form that transferred to me but I only have one so just I, I'm one. good with one well that but that didn't directly happen of your own accord that was like that was like from everywhere like that, that was came a, yeah, from that, like that different was, areas yes it was it was all like, that was after like a trip to the cat cafe it, yeah I apologize for that but it, it was a good time so you got a cat yeah at Thor is amazing at being Thor <laughs> he's just he's, a, he's he's not with the shits in any way shape or form yeah, he is no. like her cat Batman who wants no parts of the human race like, he's yeah. like you feed me and you make sure I have water but like please don't touch me don't get too close like hey. just on my terms please. yeah he's like, yeah, and this listen. guy is like if you don't look at me enough I'm gonna knock your entire uh, computer down yeah, yeah, so. listen I'll, I'll destroy the podcast I'll so destroy this whole I'll attention. destroy this whole shit if you don't fucking pet me and it's like, all right, Kat, I'm sorry, bro. Like, my freaking bad, so. <laughs> and um, I think we pretty much covered all of those things. Um, but, like, basically, yeah, like, this is kind of like what you can expect. I put what you yeah. can, what you can expect. That's not English. Um, mm, but, like, sure. all of, but, like, that's, like, the, like, you know, the vibe, like, the gist of it. And we are both gamers. Well, he's more of a gamer. I, I hold the controller, and I know what I'm doing sometimes. But also get yelled at um, by the <laughs> Not child. Not by me, though. <laughs> by, the, by the child. Because I, I like to play it, like, safe. Like, I'm a little bit of, like, a bush camper. And, like, a, like wait for the storm circle to close. And she's, like, a run directly into the danger. And before I can even switch a weapon, we're dead. So in addition to our podcast, which will, like, drop every other week, we're also going to do a Fortnite stream. Um, because... Back in the day, we used to play Halo 3, and that was oh, the jam. That, that, that's amazing. I rage, I rage quit sometimes because it gets, it gets aggravating because I play with somebody who does this essentially for a living, and I get into a lobby with, like, with like, like the world elite players, mm-hmm. and I like set my feet on the ground, and I'm dead, and I'm like, what in God's name? So I get like... Listen, like game number, after game, number like one rule of being a gamer is you don't go to sleep without a dub. I, I would never w. sleep because there have been many nights that we, <laughs> I'd be up for days. I, I would need like, I'd either need like a lot of Red Bull or like, I, I don't know, like a, mo- a couple of monster drinks, like a line of cocaine, something <laughs> because some nights we'll be playing for like two hours, like me, her and, and Daya, my sister-in-law. And, and I'm like, guys, 
We've been at this for three fucking hours. We suck. Let's just get the fuck off of this thing. Like, I'm done. We'll try again tomorrow. And she's like, it's only midnight. Let's keep playing. And I'm like, like, my sister texts me and she's like, are you playing Fortnite with Ava? And I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, she's up in her room yelling. And I'm like, because we keep losing. Because it's always dishonor and quitting. No, no, the game finishes. Like, I die. Like, it says you've placed number 46 or whatever the fuck it is. But then it's like, I've had enough. We're going to go back to the lobby. We're going to regroup ourselves. uh, And then we're going to try again. Listen, you can have 46 losses. I don't. But that one win that you go to sleep with is is the most refreshing. Fuck the boomerang that I make with the dub. I want to go to bed. Like, fuck the dub boomerang. I just want to go to sleep. So, in in addition to podcasting, which is like more of like where like what my creative like thought was, we're also gonna do a a Fortnite live stream on what is it Twitch? On Twitch. On Twitch. So that's we'll put the link. We'll put the link. We'll we'll link everything down below. Um, so we're gonna do that every other week. So we're gonna have a podcast one week and a stream the next week. So definitely check us out there. Um, there'll be lots of commentary. Uh, lots of roasting, potentially some rage quitting, um, maybe a guest appearance um, by the by the human, the small human, um, yeah. maybe. So we'll see. But we got a lot of stuff coming up. Like we're gonna keep this stream going. We might actually have the small human on camera one day. Yeah. Um, That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Like a, like an Ava's point of view, Ava's corner. We could call Ooh, it Ava's Ooh. corner. Ava's yeah. corner. That's what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're going to do an Ava's Corner segment. Okay. And then there'll be tons of other content on our channel, like taking her places. Like, we just went to the Drake concert. We saw NF. Um, we've seen Post Malone. They've gone to a bunch of cool... Like, Nicki Minaj. Well, that was like that was like a really long intro plus Nicki Minaj. Um, but they've gone to like the Stranger Things exhibit, Harry Potter. They've done a bunch of cool stuff, yeah, too. So, you know, all the... You know, plus, you know, sometimes he comes to barbecues at my parents' house. I go eat his parents' potato salad. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Jerry's potato salad. It is iconic. It is iconic. We might we might get him on the podcast to talk about his potato salad. Yeah, yeah. Listen. But you know, tons of content coming, like the co-parenting world. So we look forward to sharing that with you guys. Definitely going to try and touch base on you know most of topics that we you know we can cover, what we can think about to cover, and. You know, hopefully at a later date, you know, maybe we'll have you guys reach out with some questions, but... Definitely some Q&A, I think, because raging... Raging. Well, (laughs) a raging teenager, yes. Um, But raising a teenager in today's world by being raised by essentially like two teen parents. Because sometimes I really forget that I'm an adult and something will happen and I'm like, fuck, we... I'm like, yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm... But that's, yeah. I feel like you hang out with... With with her, I like, do. And, and then you kind of like because like that's shoo, you kind of feel like you're back in that. You mode do because you're like it. because you're chilling and you're like yeah. And then but then sometimes you're like fuck. I have to be a grown up about this. Like you, I must make grown up decisions. And you're like yeah. One day she'll be like really chill and calm, and the next day she's just like really uptight. And I'm like I don't. Don't listen. Listen. Like save all that. Yeah, for Ava's corner. But it's, you know, it's, it's, but like, it's that experience of like, I'm navigating this for the first time, but also like she grew up with us. So now that we're grown, like we're going to, it's sharing that experience of watching her grow up is also really cool. So like all the things that we do with her, like, I don't know. I actually think it might've been one of your like girlfriends at the time. Hmm. Um, that was like, we were, she was a baby. She was little and she was like laying on my lap at home, like at my house in Brooklyn and we were playing Halo, and she's like, are you playing Halo with your baby mama? And you're like, yeah. And she was like, you're the only parents I know, like, in the world that play Halo. Oh, yeah. And it's and like, 
Yeah, it is what it is. It's top game. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that was like the vibe at the time. But and, like that type of thing, like now she plays with us. Like, was, and I always knew she was gonna like fall or like take liking to that because you liked it. So it was like eventually. Well, yeah. no. Well, I was like, I don't understand. Sometimes I, f- I really do feel like my mom on certain things. I don't understand how it works or how it's supposed to be put together, <laughs> and I get real fucking frustrated. And I'm like, call your father. So. Yeah. So I, I think you know. We got I, a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah, so we, yeah. Stick. I hope you'll stick with us and check out our, our channels. I'll link all our socials down below, and we'll see you next time. Next time. Peace.